It's news time with award-winning newsman extraordinaire, Kevin James. Woman baffled after she pulls out a very long, cheesy puff. Am I the only one who realizes that this story isn't news? It's not news. It's Kevin's news. Ladies and gentlemen, say hello to Kevin James. Kevin. News is brought to you by Avista Utilities. Uh, I know you boys both love the Olympics, and I'm going to give you an Olympic story, but I'm going to give you a little quiz first about the Olympics oh. and see how much we've paid attention or how close we can get to these questions. And the first one would be, do you know how many athletes the United States has in the Olympics? Oh, I think it's 615 or something like that. Wow, that 15. 613. Okay. Is that so true? That was real no. Well, I mean, I saw that. <laughs> the largest like team. The Olympics. We've been, I've been watching, yeah. man. 613 of them. Uh, so I would say one point slim. That was a real well, You think? Guess. That was impressive. I don't even know what I would have guessed. I, I know it wouldn't have been that. Do we know how many countries compete in the Olympics? Oh, what was his number? I'll okay. say... That's an opening ceremonies one, right? Where you no Jay had this at trivia. I think you were gone. I think you were gone. Oh, I was gone. No, I think it's like more several hundred. Oh, you're right. It was like two hundred and something, wasn't it? It's the same as bones in your body, if that helps. Yeah, we both guessed low, and it was in the two hundreds. Two hundred and six nations compete in the Olympics. Crazy. That's wild. It's always that thing where you're like, "That's a country." (laughs) What? Okay, cool. Good for them. Uh, the total number of athletes in the Olympics is? 12,000. That's a good guess. Uh, I'll say 7,200. Right in the middle there, guys. 10,305 individual athletes competing at the Tokyo Olympics. It's crazy. And it's crazy to think about one thing that's always fascinated me, and someday I'd like to see a reality show about it, just called Olympic Village. Yeah, that just life there. Life at the Olympic Village, you have 10,305 people thrown in a place together, and it's just complete. It's got to be just a wild thing. Well, there's got to be a lot of stories to cover. Yes. A lot of different angles. So many different things to just the Olympic stuff, the off the court stuff, whatever. I mean, I feel like it would have to be very fast. Day in the life of the athlete would be an interesting follow. Yes. And I'm sure they do portions of that, but nothing probably very in depth because they're too busy covering the actual sporting events. Sure. I'm all about just some weird reality show that shows us what it's like at the Olympic village and what life is like. Now, one of the things that's gotten a lot of talk is the Olympic village beds. That are made out of cardboard. Yeah, I heard something about that. They're basically what they consider to be cardboard beds. Uh, the company who makes them, Airweave, says they did the best they could to make you know as many beds that were comfortable yet cost-effective to make 10,305 beds. It's a lot to add to a village. And so they did their best. Now, there are rumors that these beds were made of cardboard so that they, you know, would be just for you to sleep and there would be no other activities or anything, no, no, you know, jumping on the beds or any of that type of stuff. That was rumored. The company says that's not true at all. They were just made so that they were cost effective. 
I saw the. I mean, I mean, I'm sure that you can make cardboard sturdy enough to hold up a mattress and Man, a person. That seems crazy. But I also looked at what the mattresses look like, and they look like they're about one inch thick, like it like the doesn't. worst mattress you've ever seen on a, uh, you know, like a couch bed. I'm more for like the survivor type of thing where it's okay. Congratulations, you just, you know, won a gold medal. You now get the nice bed. We now give you the big. So, like, you qualify yeah, in every every qualifying race that you yeah. win or finish in the top three, you get an upgrade. Every step, you just take one step up. You're no longer on the cardboard bed. Now you have an actual box spring or whatever. Wow. And yeah, so you just continue to get better better beds. Then you get stronger and faster. It happens on Survivor all the time, right, Slim? Where yeah. it's like the one tribe keeps winning and they keep getting all the rewards, the food, this and that. And it's like, how are we ever going to beat them if they keep getting all the better stuff? Right. You go to one camp and there's just sand and yeah. irritation, and the other camp has these recliner chairs and hammocks and pots and pans and knives. Well, Ben Wanger is a member of the Israeli national baseball team, and he posted a video, said, we want to see how strong these Olympic Village infamous cardboard beds really are. So he got on the bed, and he stood on the bed, and then he invited teammates up one by one to see how many people it took, how many Olympians jumping on the bed before the bed broke. Wow. Oh. This will be your final trivia question. How many Olympian, Olympian Israeli national baseball team players? Okay. I think that, that helps, too. I mean, gymnasts feels like... 20. Yeah. Uh, put them on there all I'm day. I'm going to say five, because I feel like five, if okay. it was... Seems like if a it, great number. If it's two, I feel like they wouldn't make a video out of it, so I'm going to say five. I'll, I'll play the prices Right game with you, and I'll go four. Oh, what a move, Slim. I mean, it's smart. you got to decide. Because I, I think... I thought maybe two or three was going to be. Here's the deal. I've read everything you need to know about the Olympics. I know two is going to work. So I'm going to say, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say four. Banking on three or four being the number that snaps them. <laughs> well, they were able to put nine players. Nine oh, grown team. men? Nine oh, teams. Team. I guess that would be, yes. Yeah. They could have had a starting team right there. You're right. Wow. I feel like that would break a regular bed. That's a lot. It's a lot of bodies. Uh, That's sturdy card. That's, those are some sturdy cardboard beds right there. Man. Even the manufacturer of the bed commented on the video saying, wow, impressive. They're designed to hold 440 pounds. Okay. That's wow. supposed to be you know the maximum that they can yeah, hold. Yeah. So those guys standing on the bed, it held up better than expected for the cardboard so that's bed. That's impressive. Did they get a new bed after they wrecked it? <laughs> I hope not. Right? Like if you they wrecked your bed- it? They're like, who was it? Israeli National Baseball? They're Making fine. a video? They're fine. They can... Sure bad, bud. Story number two. Yeah. It's a like, lot. Eh, that team's fine. Uh, this, whew, I've been watching a lot of pickers, American pickers. Mm-hmm. And it's always fascinating to me to see the stuff they find that people have no idea how much it's worth. This one is pretty crazy. A 1967 Ferrari 330 GT V12 2 plus 2. Oh, wow. Purchased wow. in Europe in 1974 by an international pilot. Has been sitting in a garage 
for 47 years oh, I love buried these. under stuff. I love these stories. I love the buried in the garage story. Yeah. Guy dies. Well, dies that part's not year. as cool. Yeah, I'm sorry. And I'm just going to say, wish you I don't said even that know earlier. if it's true, but he died of COVID. No, God, Kevin. You died last year. The man's identity has been kept secret, but his family wanted to have all the stuff cleared out. He had a garage full of stuff. So they went through, they started clearing everything out, and here they did. They find, buried underneath all this stuff, this 1967 Ferrari that is now worth, they say it could be worth. Could be if you find the right buyer. A little more if you get the right guy, but they say guaranteed $750,000, potentially one point two. Wow. Depending on... The overall shape of it. They haven't been able to check all of it out yet to figure out. Because it's still buried under stuff. Yeah. That's amazing. And it does have some modifications to it from the original body, but they say that could make it worth more if there's the right. But between $750 and $1.2 million sitting in the garage, buried under junk. So who gets the money for this? His family. Oh, man. I mean, I feel like everybody does the same thing when you watch Pickers. You. You start thinking about stuff that you have in the back of your closet or that you might have in storage. And you're like, I wonder if, do I have anything? Yeah, and you just, and you think, right, and I'm going to go through mine, and all it's going to be is just junk, right? And yeah. you're going to do all the work and try to figure it all out and then go, nope, there was nothing in here worth anything. You have a garage sale last lasts three days. You make $84, and you're like, ah. <laughs> Why couldn't I just have found one painting uh, or something? It wasn't worth it. Anything. Album cover. Something. Yeah, with a little bit of value. Why couldn't I have just found an old Ferrari in here? <laughs> it's a pretty weird one. I know. Why couldn't I have just also, found an old Ferrari? Oh, I know why. I never owned one. I respect the guys that have the patience. Like on Pickers, you'll see the guy, and it looks like the guy has $7 to his name. Yeah. You know the guy I'm talking oh, yeah. about, right? Mm-hmm. He lives in like the rundown trailer. Yeah, dirty flannel. He's just on property in yeah. the middle of nowhere. Yep. He doesn't want to be around people. Right. No, I got it. And the guy's got hundreds of thousands of dollars of stuff. He's just, and he wants to hold on to all and of he's it. he's just holding on to all of it. I am like, I admire that. I promise you, if I had something worth money, I would have sold it and wasted the money so fast. Yeah, you would have spent it before you sold it. For sure. And then you would have sold it to try to pay off the gambling debt. Yes, Jay Kevin that is, is correct. In the, morning, the big 999 Coyote Country. <laughs> Jay, Kevin, and Slim will be back in 60 seconds. Hi, it's TC for Spokane Weight Loss. Do you know the secret to losing up to one pound of fat every day? At Spokane Weight Loss, we know the secret. Their unique doctor-supervised program makes it easy to lose weight, get healthy, and get your energy back safely, naturally, and effectively. If you'd love to lose unhealthy fat without counting points or calories, no exercising, no prepackaged meals, no HCG, no drugs, no hypnosis, or surgery, call Spokane Weight Loss today at 509 309- 
1-800-380-9800. Here we are into the last week of July, but there's still plenty of summer left, and you can look and feel great by this fall. Spokane Weight Loss Program works. They helped me lose 28 pounds a little over two years ago, and earlier this year helped me lose eight more inches with their Ultra Slim Body Contouring Program. The program is great for both men and women. Don't wait. Call today and look and feel your best and get healthy. Spokane Weight Loss at 509-380-9800. The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. Can you say pinochle people that many times fast? Kevin James. Sure can. Let's try it. Pinochle people, pinochle people, pinochle people. Uh, I've come from a long line of pinochle people. Really? My grandparents are pinochle people. The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. Uh, we'll get to our listener letter, but there was a, you know, a major announcement this morning at 7.15, uh, which, by the way, a couple of things on that we'll get to momentarily, but let's, let's get to the announcement. Don't make people wait. I mean, this guy, first of all, this guy's voice is great. Ready? Oh, wait a minute. I'm not ready. I got you. I got you. Oh, thank you. Now, the most explosive force in music returns to Seattle. Garth Brooks, Saturday, September 4th, 7 p.m. Lumen Field. Tickets on sale Friday, August 6th, 10 a.m. Pacific. One price, $94.95, all-inclusive. Buy only at Ticketmaster.com slash Garth Brooks. Garth Brooks. Lumen Field. An incomparable night never to be forgotten. On sale Friday, August 6th, 10 a.m. Pacific. Presented by Amazon Music. Very cool. Very cool. Hold Hold on. How much are tickets? $94.95. All inclusive. What does that mean? Uh, That includes all the fees. You know, they don't have to, you know, you know how that is. Sometimes they're like, tickets are $40 and then there's $87.50 in fees. Each ticket. Kevin, it means you get the whole seat, but you're only going on easy. Yeah. Slim, I was like, (laughs) what does all inclusive mean? Like, you also get to, like, hang out with Garth for the day. Like, what did the. Okay, that makes sense. There's no extra fee garbage on it. It's 94 bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what you're going to pay. Garth missed some shows last year. Lumen He's trying to make Field. his money back. Used to be Garth had the cheapest tickets, and I know that's still a great deal for Garth, but 94 bucks. Garth in Seattle at Lumen Field. He'll be booming in the Lumen. Okay, timeout. <laughs> what? First of all, timeout. Nope. You and I don't get to do that today. Oh, we do. No, you and we I are don't. huge. You and I we love Lumen have, Field. We're on a 24-hour. <laughs> you and I are on a 24-hour. We are penalty. We we deserve. I it. don't know if Jay was privy to this one yesterday. I don't think so. No, he wasn't in there, right? That was bad, Kev. We are on it a 24-hour timeout. What did from you Lumen do? Field, which will be over well, by the time the Garth Brooks concert happens in September. Because we heard the news yesterday that the Garth show was happening, but we didn't know, you know, any of the details really. But then we're, I'm like, oh, I wonder if I go, is it at Seahawks Stadium? Is it where, where the Mariners play? Well, mm-hmm. Where is this? And, and Slim's like, oh, I'm sure it's at CenturyLink. And I'm like, wait. Oh, no. Is it still called CenturyLink? And he goes, no. Or is it Quest? And then we went back and forth <laughs> trying to figure out what the field was called. We're like, it's either CenturyLink or Quest. Is T-Mobile it a Vista Stadium? Is where the Mariners play. So, so we asked our buddy Steve Hawk, and he goes, it's, he said CenturyLink, right? CenturyLink, yeah. He goes, it's the link. CenturyLink. CenturyLink. Or you can dismember my fingers. It was oh, like, you no. You can take my finger. Oh, it, no. Yes. If, if I, I'm wrong, you can cut off any one of my fingers. I was like, oh, wow. And so we Googled it, and then he came in, and Kevin tried to cut off one of his fingers with a plastic spoon. 
<laughs> well, you know what? Yeah. Don't make the bet if you can't pay it off. Yeah, we had no idea. We forgot it was called Lumen Field, but that is it. Booming in the Lumen. That's great. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that. Yeah, I don't know if that's super familiar. Because how long has it been that? One year. One year, and I still don't know what Lumen is. Lumen Lumen Technologies, I know because I looked it up. That's the only reason I know. (laughs) I believe they just bought CenturyLink. Is that? Okay. That's fair, Kevin. Well, I mean, they bought the rights, I think, probably to be named that. I don't know if you technically own the stadium. Yeah, might, I don't know. I just think I, know, might be I publicly think CenturyLink owned. became Lumen, but I'm not. Yeah, 100% I think that, I think sure that's right. That. Yeah. So, Garth, September fourth at seven o'clock, all inclusive tickets. That's ninety four, ninety five. Lumen, boomer, day of the week is that? It's a Saturday night. Oh my gosh! Serious? Yeah, Saturday night. Well, that doesn't Saturday. stink. Uh, we will have free tickets to that show to give away. Very excited about that too. Garth hasn't been in Seattle for how many years? Four years. Oh, I have no idea. I'm going to say four years. Four years. Slim, you can stop guessing, Kevin, because Slim is absolutely right. Four years. Nice. Well, is that when he was here, right? 2017. Did he? Uh, November of 2017. 2017. So, yeah, Maybe, that, that adds yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Just seemed like a pretty good guess since was Seattle's good. pretty close to us. It is. It's just down the road a piece. So, anyway, we will have tickets for you again. The tickets go on sale on August 6th, and the concert is Saturday, September 4th. We will have your free Garth oh, tickets. Man. Looking forward to it. His That's only... His only appearance in Washington. Sorry. So in case you're wondering, well, hey, if he's going there, is he coming here? No. I like how Garth Brooks is doing more than most bands do. More? more like in terms of getting to the Northwest. Oh, yeah. Garth Brooks is closer to Spokane than pretty much every single other artist, I feel like. You go, oh, man, new concert dates for Luke Bryan. He's got to be up here. And it's like, oh, the closest show is Bakersfield, California. Yeah, that's a bummer. Great, thanks. Yeah. So at least Garth <laughs> has given stink. us some love. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Appreciate it, Garth. Uh, by the way, in the round, so he'll be in the middle of the stadium, which is cool Ooh, too. Cool. Yeah. Will he run around at all, or is he too old for that now? Oh, he's he'll still run around. Will he like? Yeah. Fly into the upper I think, decks. I think it's why he does the stadium shows is because the energy has him so pumped up that even his old body can run around. I'm <laughs> I'm interested because. The, I've seen two very, very good shows at Century Lumen, and mm-hmm. they are... I think it's called Lumen Link. Lumen Links. I've seen two great shows at Lumen Link, and one of them, of course, is the Kenny Show. I've seen that a couple times, mm-hmm. and he does such a great job. He makes the stadium feel like it's an indoor-tight oh. venue. It's just unbelievable. The other one was Taylor Swift, and I've never seen anything in the world like that Taylor Swift show. I, that was just one of the most amazing things I've ever seen in my life in terms of entertainment. That the she set the bar so high at that field. She was almost more entertaining than the Seahawks. Almost. Can Garth reach that level? Huh. Wow. I mean, she had like wristbands that had synchronized yes. light shows to her music. That was unreal. I, I've never, so I've crazy. never been around anything like that show. That was crazy. Also, two other side notes. You guys keeping a secret about Garth coming to Seattle. I don't know how you did with that. How'd but you feel about that? That was pretty good. We did a good job, right? I mean, you did I on the air. I actually didn't tell anyone. I'm sure Kevin told someone. I'm I sure. actually did not tell anybody. Wow. That, to the point where like, I just realized one that. One for one, guys. Good where work. I just realized that if uh, Judy were to hear this right now, she'd be like, why didn't you tell me that yesterday? Yeah. And I'd be like, ah, sworn to secrecy. Sworn to secrecy. <laughs> okay, I, I was thinking maybe when you're picking up that there brisket in my fresh basket, uh-huh. maybe you let it slip <laughs> to the meat person. No. <laughs> you're like, hey, uh, man, that's I'm a on great an extra move. leg for a little info. Yeah, a little, 
little, uh, little brisket, Esther, leg. brisket for some ticket <laughs> info. <Brisket leg. laughs> um, so no, so good work on that, fellas. Yeah, you're welcome. And uh, it is interesting that Garth gives you, you know, a very short period of time to buy the tickets and the concert. Here you go, boom, boom, boom. It's not messing around. It does seem weird, right? Where you go, yeah. all within like six weeks. Like okay, Eric Church has been on sale for April of next year forever, <laughs> right. right? It just seemed yeah, like it was a forever announcement. Yeah, right. And then Garth, it's like I'm announcing it today, and I'll be there before you know it. Yeah, I mean, we've known JoJo Siwa was going to be going to the Spokane <laughs> Arena for about four years. Yeah. She's still not coming until 2022. Got those. This is I got the Jay and Kevin show. Jay Daniels. Kevin, you're as American as anybody else. Go ahead. Let's yes. make it a proclamation. Kevin James. Hello, this is Kevin James for Spokane, Washington. I want it now pronounced from this day forward as Worcestershire sauce. The Jay and Kevin show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. It's a listener letter, you wrote it down, we picked it up and we're reading it now. Gonna find out if we can help at all, and we're gonna see if you can help with your calls. It's gonna be fun, and it's gonna be great, so let's get to it, no need to wait. It's a listener letter, don't you know, and we're reading it here on the Jane Kevin Show. Our listener letter a little delayed today because we had Garth Brooks announce a Seattle concert, so Kevin, what's oh, up? Oh, Garth. Jay, Kevin, and Slim, I've been dating this guy for a month, I really like him, and have told him I'm serious about a relationship with him. But something happened last week that I flipped out about. He showed up with a surprise for me. Surprise! A tattoo of my name on his chest. I was in total shock. He was upset that I didn't love it and said, You told me you were serious. I'm just showing you that I'm serious too. It was just too soon for me for that in my mind. Now I feel guilty and I feel bad about how I reacted. I do still really like him. But should this be a sign to move on or am I making too big of a deal out of him getting my name on his body? Love to hear your thoughts on it, Mackenzie. Well, I mean, my initial thought was a, a stupid dad joke because I thought, well, you know, maybe he put Big Mac on there and she's thinking it's her and he just loves <laughs> Big Macs, but That's, probably not right. You could not get a Big Mac tattoo on your chest without having lettuce on your chest as well. Yeah, right. Uh, it seems like that's kind of a rush, but... Uh, yeah. I mean, does he... It, Here's the thing. Maybe if someone has a ton of tattoos, one more that doesn't really matter or I mean I don't I don't know how that works. It does seem like we're in a world now where some people tattoos are not a big deal to them. Like it used to seem like if you got a tattoo it meant so much to you and mm -hmm. it was like the craziest thing. Well, I think maybe there's still some meaning. I think I don't think people are frivolously just throwing no, ink I, on there. Maybe they are, but Jay, I don't know. I do think some of them are very meaningful, but I do think there's a lot more that are frivolous. Well, it used to probably be none of them that were. Yeah, but if it's like his first tattoo. <laughs> yeah, if it's his first one. <laughs> I don't know if we're doing I, that. I can't assume. We, I don't know. <laughs> well, we have a Seth on Facebook who said this. We have two Seths that said very different things. One of them, Hillbilly Seth. This, not Hillbilly. He said, nah, I knew my girlfriend for 10 days before I asked her to marry me and got a tattoo on his chest. Dang. Here we are, 25 years later, married for 22. Gee, love is wow. love, after all. No regrets. Uh, a lot of people are saying, this is crazy. Like, that just shows he doesn't have self-control. It shows that he doesn't. The fact that he doesn't think it a big deal is, you know, bad news. 
But then there are a lot of other people saying, listen, if you like him, give it a shot. See how it goes. It's his problem if it doesn't work out. Mm. You don't have his name on your body, as long as he's not demanding that. Are there other women's names on his body? <laughs> is that a you fair know, question? That is a fair question. That I would is... imagine she's looking, right? You have to. <laughs> well, you also have to look at the tattoo and make sure that it's not covering up the last name. <laughs> yeah, right. then, <laughs> right. yeah, that's it. And like it has like how do they do that? They black out or put black background or something and, then, like, Whoa, and then they just put it over. This the worked top. out great. My last girl was Kinsey. You're <laughs> McKinsey. I just have to put a Mac on here and look at this. <laughs> I mean, we now, are happy. Uh, those are fair questions. It really is. Like, how many tattoos do you have covered up? Maybe a good rule of thumb is share a meal before you get a tattoo. Like, is he willing to share his fries, or are you willing to share yours? Do that first. Maybe ease into it. The whole permanent ink thing. It's just such a... And I'm old school a little bit with the tattoos, where to me, like, if somebody did that, that would be, like, the ultimate, like, whoa, you're... Over the top, we're together forever. If you've got my name on it, we're together forever. I think feel like we have to be, but it's just not the way it probably works. I guess it's kind of hard for us because we have a combined, the three of us have a combined zero tattoos. Zero. We are yeah. a bad tattoo crew. That is for sure. It's just not easy for us to judge that. And again, it, I think a lot of it depends how many, you know, what are the other ones? Or is it just one of those you just run? Uh, Alicia <laughs> says, you're either going to marry him or it's going to be a disaster. So... She feels like there's no in-between. I, I, here's the deal. If you like him, I would say give it a try for a while. Give it a try. You'll find out real soon if there's other things with this guy. Yeah, don't let it influence your relationship. Just keep going like normal, like it never happened. And then yeah. if it doesn't work, well, well, but he's you got your what? name on you. That's a terrible, that's <laughs> terrible advice. Why is that? <laughs> what do you mean, why is that? Oh, yeah, he's got a bunch of knives in his garage. But you know what? Here's the deal, man. A just ignore it. Not Here's the deal. Knife. Just ignore any red flags because that seems to work in the current no, no, day no. and age. I don't. That's I a am, great. Piece I am of not advice. voting. I am not voting for We're voting potential red flag. Just ignore it. I don't I'm not. Know no, no. Jay said that. I'm saying date. Stay with him for a little bit. Get a feel for it, but never forget that he put his name on your body, on his body. A month in. Yeah, you have to go in yeah, with you a have huge to. red flag. It's yeah, got to be. Have a- that in the back of your mind. And it may turn out that he's just really committed and it's great and it works, like, you know, Seth, who apparently had that happen. Then there's Hillbilly Seth, who just had this to say I sure hope his last name is Cheese. So he could put his name on there and I can see a mac and cheese tattoo on his chest. <laughs> Yep. I'm going to ban Seth right now from Facebook. The the big 99.9 Coyote Country. Also, 